Greetings, fellow investigators, and welcome to our video podcast, Into the Darkness, where my friends and I play the Delta Green role-playing game. I'm your host, Tom Rayleigh. Tonight, we are playing another scenario from Fear Sharp Little Needles, Silsbury 9485. It was written by Adam Gauntlet, and it's available from Drive-Thru RPG. This is a slight variation on Delta Green in that it is based in London, and over there, the organization is called Pisces. Holly Buto is our game master, and this is a one-shot. So, without any further delay, let's begin our journey into the darkness. Holly? Thank you, Tom. It is January 27th, 2016. An icy, cold, wet, and miserable Wednesday by all accounts. So what's new? Things have been slowly picking up since the holidays when you each receive an encrypted email from an unknown source inviting you to a night at the opera. You have been invited to a night at the opera, report to Liverpool Street Station, Platform 9, immediately for your tickets. Your objectives, one, locate and investigate the artifact, two, eliminate any threats associated with the artifact, three, secure artifact and ensure it doesn't escape again. Friendly PC, Jonathan Decker, deliver artifact to HQ. This email will be deleted in one minute. So the immediacy of the demand does catch you off guard. You've never been summoned without any prep time available. So you know this has got to be urgent. Uh, Each of you heads off to the Liverpool Street train station. Um, I will put like a link to the map of it in our chat. Um, You arrive at the station via the London Underground and we'll say that you all kind of gather there at the platform um, of the, the London Underground platform, not platform nine. It's been a while since you've seen each other. You're on mute, Tom. Do any of us know Jonathan Decker? Um, no, they, uh, a police constable, just by all accounts, just a... Well, I see we're all here again. Uh, obviously, we got the same message. Did anyone yeah. notice that it seemed to sound as if the... Uh, the opera star is uh, something more than an object. Yeah, objects it, don't usually escape. Exactly, that's what I was thinking. Unless we're looking for, an, you know, quite quite literally an artifact that has legs. Let's just hope it's not the bugs again. That's like a hole in the head. Don't start. I mean, if you need a hole in the head. So you each as- you ascend the steps to the platforms for the train station itself. Uh, you hear a clock chiming the hour. It's 9 a.m. Busy commuters rush past you and a group of young, gothy-looking kids rudely push by. You see a large blue police phone box. Uh, a, young, a group of young people gathered around it. You can hear them all whispering, Doctor Who, Doctor Who, Doctor Who. Maybe some kind of promotional thing for the show. And there are posters plastered all over several of the walls um, that catch your eye. They're they're brightly colored. But looking toward Platform 9, you see um, a young police constable, probably fresh from the academy, looking at his phone with a very bored expression. He's shifting from foot to foot as he stands next to a very large steamer trunk. What do you all want to do? Oh. 
walk up to him. What was it? Uh, Jonathan? Oh, yes. Uh, oh, are you are you guys the guys that we call in, right? You, you guys are the guys from the number. Sorry, shit, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. You guys are the guys from the number, right? Right. What's what with the trunk? Oh, I have no idea. We've always just been told if a steamer trunk were to appear at a train station, call this specific number. So that's what we did. I've been dying to know what it's all about, though. I've been hearing about this for years. And here I am. I'm getting the chance to do it. This is great. What's in it? What's in it? Well, unfortunately, we've always been told if we found a steamer trunk, uh, in a in a, an odd space like this, were to take it and uh, not open it. Hmm. Oh. <laughs> All right then. And you're standing next to it. You can see that it is a large HJ Cave and Sons. That's the brand steamer trunk. Uh, about five feet long, three feet deep, a little less than three feet wide. Um, it's someone has written on it. Spillsbury number nine four eight five in marker. There is a deep, dark, reddish brown stain collecting in the bottom of the trunk. And there's a very foul smell coming from it. This well, we should take this elsewhere. Indeed. As rapidly as possible. Is there how heavy is it? Um, pretty heavy, over a hundred pounds. We'll take a couple of us. Can we get a? It does have a dolly. any a dollies here in the? Oh yeah, uh, yeah. The Decker will you know snap to if you direct him so and and grab a, a dolly. He's like, I'll be I'll be right back. Is, is there anywhere to get a tarp with that as well? Um, I don't. I, I don't I mean, own this box around with the. If you give with, me a few minutes, I'll I'll see if I can find one of the the custodians. That would be very useful. Passes away. Um, is there anything you all want to do while he's doing that? Uh, I'm going to put my ear up to the trunk and see if it sounds like anything inside. No, no noise, no movements. Is this place crowded? Oh yes, it's nine a.m. at a yep. train station in London. Okay. It's quite crowded. It's it's one of the major train stations that kind of has arteries out to the east. So yeah, there's a, there's a lot of people. Okay, so they don't seem to even they just walk by you like they, no one seems to really notice. So this uh, this Decker fellow, he's he's a little enthusiastic and a little unprofessional. Is he just a friendly? Yeah. 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 He's just excited to be working with M13, what he's thinking. I wonder what, to what extent we need to be concerned about some biohazard, given that this trunk is a little leaky. Oh, that's, that's what I'm concerned about. Um, so it's question, not leaking, how... for, to be fair. It's just that stain is it's definitely staining the bottom of the trunk. If I were to take out a handkerchief and rub the stain would it come away colored it doesn't no it's it, it's clearly dried uh -huh. okay well, that's you good. see um uh, young decker 
brings up the trolley. He's like, okay, hey, I'm going to go, I'm going to go find a chair. He's, he's a very air of excitement about him, exuberance. I'm sure he's a nice lad. Very young. Well, let's get this onto the trolley. Do we think, trolley. which direction is Spilsbury? Um, what is, is your place. history? What is your history, uh, Tristan? Um, I, I, my specialty is in Middle Eastern studies. Still, not, what, what's your score? Like, what's your not English villages? But I'm, I am, you know, a nerd. Sixty-five is what I have okay. in history. Um, you say that you pose that question aloud, and and Lanville, that it kind of comes to you too. Unsurprisingly, the two of you realize Spilsbury isn't a place; it's a person. Um, he is. Uh, he's often considered the father of uh, modern forensic science. He lived in the later half of the um, 19th century and the early part of the 20th century. That's interesting. He was well known for his work with Scotland Yard and just crime, uh, just helping them solve murders, crimes, etc. As, as science began to enter into the world of law enforcement. Yes, are you a, uh, Tristan, are you a fan of uh, true crime pro- podcasts as well, or? Uh, podcasts are kind of, I tend to, you know, more situationally aware than having things in my ears while I'm surrounded by strangers. Well, I mean, you gotta have something to pass the time when, uh, operations and whatnot true nine four eight five does that seem to be um a number pattern that we would know that we would um recognize like an address or a place Um, you can make an intelligence role anyone who's you know thinking about it could 90 i don't recognize the pattern no yeah not not ringing a bell. Anyone else? Fail by six. Perhaps a code. Oh, I, got, I, I, I got a pass. 40. Yeah, me too. Is... The number, it, it, so it's Spillsbury number 9485. Um, it's like a telephone exchange number, but there's mm-hmm. no... Most likely uh, a case number. Case number. Okay. Ah, which could uh, be a medical case number, medical or forensic, or criminal. Uh, I'm going to see if this cave trunk trunk company is still in existence. Okay, you like pull out your phone. Yep. Um, you notice something strange. The the phone signal, it's it's roller coastering. One bar, two bar, three bar, no signal. Four bar, three bar, two bar, no signal. Four bar, one signal, like one bar. Sorry, uh, yeah, it just it keeps going up and down, up and down, up and down. Uh, I'm getting a poss- some possible interference. Anybody got a signal? Uh, try putting it closer to the box. Does it get worse? No worse, no less, just the same. I'll I'll, I'll pull my phone out. Same thing. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Oh, we shouldn't be having any issue in this part of the city. 
no you're not underground or anything so yeah that's something it might not be in the trunk but there might be something else down here the trunk isn't going to escape by itself um I'm wondering the, the oddness of he was told if ever a trunk was put here to call us. That's very odd. It's an odd statement. But do they mean if any unintended luggages, like unintended trunks, get up behind to call us? Or was this a specific, like they were expecting it? It seemed like he was saying it was expected. Yeah. Isn't that the impression that you got? <sighs> yeah, because he said, you know, right here, I wrote down, he said exactly as you said, you know, whenever we got a, tr a trunk left left unattended, which is very specific, given the wording. And I should imagine that throughout the tube system, a difficult to count number of trunks and parcels must be left on a daily basis. Uh, I remember saying... Uh, a tour of um, a train station lost and found, and there were artificial limbs and any number of things you wouldn't think somebody could leave behind that get left behind when millions of people commute through a system this size. We're from the number. So, Percival, you, um, you being the intelligence analyst that you are, you have a signal booster for your phone. And so you managed to catch a signal um, and Googling Bernard Spilsbury does, yeah, that pulls up that information, the person that he was. Uh, you also find that there is a group um, at, I'm hoping I say this right, Maudlin College that is um, like, dead, they call themselves the Spilsburys and they dedicate themselves to the study of forensic science and they've like named themselves after him. Um, yeah, that's like basic base level Google, what that comes out to. But is Maudlin in London or is it uh, one of come over, it's Cambridge or Oxford? It's not in London for sure. It's. Um, it's definitely Oxbridge. Oxford, thank you. I was had to. Yeah, it's one, one of those two. Yeah. Well, I think the most important thing at this point is to get this out of here. Okay. So and... yes, um, PC Decker comes back. He's got you know a, a blue. You know, he's got a black tarp. I, I was able to find something for you. Well, thank Excellent. you so much. So... Excellent so... work, Decker. We'll put put the tarp down on the dolly. Yeah. Shut the pick the box up, put it on, wrap it up. Yep. Where are you headed? Do, do, do any of us have a uh, large enough vehicle to transport this? We should be taking it to the nearest fish box. Who has cars in London? Which is the Pisces version of a green box. <laughs> <laughs> so cars in London, it's just uh, like a standstill. It's like the world's worst screensaver. The traffic doesn't move in this city. Well, I came by too. Um, we'll have to, uh, and uh, if we start trundling this toward an exit, I'll see if my phone signal improves and I can okay. arrange a rental. As you 
start push are you you're pushing the the trunk itself or are you just headed for an exit yourself I'm sort of encouraging Melly and Landville okay. to start with walking with it so it's farther from me. Um, so you, you start heading toward the exit. You um, you pass that group of people at the police box. You do notice that there is these signs all over the place, um, plastered on the walls, on the floor. Um, okay. Very interesting. Quaint looking. Just- just before we go, I would like to a- ask the friendly, what did you mean by if this appears here? Who who told you this? Uh, it's, it's part of our training. We're just, we're, the, everyone knows, all the PCs know if you, if there's any reports of a trunk, a steamer trunk, there's a number we call. And that's everybody in the whole facility, all of your training? Mm-hmm. Interesting. All right, that's good enough. That's very strange. Um, has it ever happened before? You know, I heard rumors that like a couple decades ago, maybe in the eighties or something. But um, I mean, obviously not, because here we are standing with it now, right? And it's always going to appear here. Is that where you were always no, told no, it would appear? It was. Um, it was at a, a different station last. I don't remember what station it was, but it wasn't. It wasn't at this one. All right. Um, and just before, as we're as we're wrapping it up and getting ready to take, as we're taking it, mm-hmm. I'm I'm going to touch the walls, okay, and just see if there's like a gate that this got shoved through. You know, if it just suddenly appeared here. Okay. So I'm you like, you've got your. You've got your little elder sign medallion. Yeah, I'll I'll use that. I'll put my hand on it and say, yeah. Yeah. And see if I can see anything. So yes, yeah, so you, you close your eyes, you're rubbing this medallion, you're you're muttering the words. All of you, you have seen Meliant do some some f- finagling before. This isn't the first time. And harmless finagling. Um, yeah. yes. Harmless, sure. Uh, you open your eyes and the trunk sits in front of you and it is like a giant beacon, like a tall, towering, light beacon coming straight from it. You mean there's like a shaft of energy or light coming yes. down? Yes. Uh, all right. We've got to, to move this. Um I'll explain to you yeah, when we're alone. Okay. So you 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 got your trunk on the trolley. You go to push it out the door and you arrive on the opposite side of the station coming right into the door. Picture Pac-Man. You come out one side and it's like you've wrapped around to the other. You can all make sanity rolls. Yeah, I was about to ask. <laughs> That's an 80 is a fail. Just one if you fail. And nothing if you succeed. I pass. So none. Nothing. Yeah. One one if you fail, nothing if you um succeed. I would like you all to make alertness rolls. Twenty-two is an extreme uh 
Yeah, it's a except crit. that oh, except it's an extreme fail because I've oh, only no. got twenty and <laughs> no, it's a crit, it's a fumble. <laughs> I mean, my my O six is just a regular pass in this game. Okay, <laughs> that's good. Can't believe I'm twenty two and it's a critical fail. And Bertrand. my ninety two is really no worse than your twenty two. So, <laughs> Landville and Percival. You're, you're taking in the station and there have been all of these commuters passing you by. Um, you do notice the commuters have the same problem that you have. They just don't seem to notice it's a problem where you see them exiting and then you see them coming right out behind you and they just keep walking like this was what they were projected to do all along. But there are two people that seem to have been watching you all very intently. Two men in their 40s dressed in like suits and they're trying very hard to appear non-discreet or discreet and they're not doing a good job of it anymore hey bertrand yeah uh, seven o'clock there's two men in suits don't don't look to they're watching us nobody can leave the station either but those those two men are watching us specifically. Ah, so it wasn't just a weird feeling on the back of my neck. Are uh, there? Go ahead. Uh, no, I was just saying, yeah. So well, <laughs> I don't know what to do. You know, are there uh, train indicators saying, you know, next train to Paddington, four minutes, that sort of thing? Yeah. Yes. There are. Are, are there trains coming in and out? There are not. There hasn't been a train that has arrived or left this station since you got here. That's weird. That how is about, very weird. Yeah, so for, how, how about police constable, constable Decker? Did he successfully go somewhere else? You can just see him kind of wandering the platform. He hasn't uh-huh. noticed that you guys are still here. It's there. A, is it a loop? I don't know, but is there a janitor closet or something? Oh, yes. there's. You can see a couple of maintenance. You guys oh. have maps. You were sent a map of the station. Okay, you, so uh, we should take it email. into a closet and open it up in there. Um, oh, you want to open it? Go into a closet. We'll find out. Hmm? I said you want to open it. Um, yes, we got to. I want to know what's in here. All right, so what I saw was there seems to be uh, some uncreated light shining down from above onto that crate, that uh, trunk. Um, It doesn't seem to be coming from anywhere, but it's shining down on it. Uh, Well, that's a a bit from an esoteric angle, um, but the, the... the stains on the trunk indicate that there might be something learned on a more biological level, and that's what I want to look at. I'm, I'm. You, you said there were a couple of people that have been watching There's us. Two, two men. I'm now starting to question whether this is even the train station, because I'm seeing people going outdoors and coming back in them across the way, as if this were some sort of engineered optical illusion that they're not generating new people. There's no new people coming in. 
There's no trains coming in. Right. It's just, it's all very strange, but I mean, are you suggesting that we're under some kind of hallucination? Or a projection of some sort all around us. Um, but wait, I still want to look at what's in the box. Because they want us to open the box. Um, well, I'm sure that there's a storeroom somewhere right here where we could go in and be private. Yes, well, there's some utility closets. Go ahead, Tristan. Did do to the best of my recollection, did I come here by train? You got you all came from the underground, which is like downstairs, like the sublevel of the train station. Right. Quite right. a few tube uh, tube lines that connect here as well. So, so, so a lot of options. Right. The tube lines are operational. It's just the commuter rail lines that have gotten gummed up. Uh, when one of the indicators, do, do they are they clicking down or are they just all stuck? This is three minutes and it doesn't change or next train in nine minutes and it stays that way. It's it's stopped. Like the 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 indicators, they they say exactly the same. I'm wondering if we're in a temporal loop as well as a physical one. Yeah. We'll say, well, if they have a stop, then it. It's not a loop. Otherwise, you'd see them count down and then jump back up again, count down, jump back up again. But we're definitely being corralled. Let's uh, right, let's go so, ahead and do what Agent Lanval says. Yeah, I want to open the box, but if uh, if Bertrand and maybe Percival, if you want to go find out what those two men are up to. Okay. So you, yeah, one of the men, they've separated themselves. It's just both of you saw something. So you see both of them. One of them is reading a newspaper and has not turned the page in quite some time. And he's kind of hovering around platform 10. And the other one is near the um, police call box. And he's uh, checking his phone, which you all know, like, you don't have a signal. Well, they're not working. Yes. Um, okay. So the group of you, you find the utility closet. Um, you shut yourselves in. It's, it's empty at this hour. Um, you're going to go ahead and open the trunk. Yep. Is okay. there a lock or a... No, there is no lock on this trunk. Um, it just opens up if you want to open it. Inside is the dismembered and liquefying remains of a naked woman you can all make sanity rolls i'm so glad i'm not there for that <laughs> despite all my years of medical training pass that's fair and seven is a pass all right um just just one sanity loss if you pass um they have whoever has done this has taken out all of the um boxes and drawers and things that you would normally see in a, a steamer trunk and it is just she's been cut up and stuffed in there and now you can see that someone has crudely drawn uh, occult marks on her body carved them into her the knife can we tell uh, i mean a blonde brunette redhead is a she's um, a brunette brunette um how old does she look um well, she's Lanville, rotting, why don't you make but... a yeah well yeah Lanville, why don't you make a uh, medicine roll see what you can do <laughs> 93. <laughs> you think she's, she's young. She's young. young. She's 
thirties, mid the early thirties. Um, you can see that uh, there is a definitive knife wound, like where her heart would be. And it looks to you like the rest of the occultic marks probably were done post-mortem. Okay. Percival and Bertrand, what is your strategy to deal with the two men that seem to be very intent on your way? As you did notice, as the group went to the utility room, they started moving in a little bit closer to the to the action of it all. I'm more for full front, uh, frontal assault in a uh, verbal sense. I like that idea. You said okay. the one on the left, I'll take the one on the right. All right. Okay. So um, we'll, we'll go with Percival first. Uh, the, he's on his phone, you know, mm-hmm. trying to be on his phone. But as you get closer, he's like looking up at you, looking at the phone, looking up at you. <laughs> I'm just going to grin at him. Uh, but get like within his right up in his face. Right, right. Whoa, buddy. And his accent is very American. Uh, hey, bud, you want to back up there? Well, stop using your eyes to burn through us. What do you want? Uh, you, uh, I'm just I'm just trying to catch a train to work. I don't know what you're talking about, man. We're well, going to be waiting a while. The trains aren't moving. What do you want? Uh, uh, and you can see he's looking, looking for his friend, looking at you. And he goes, listen, you got the trunk in that thing. It's got to go. It needs to be destroyed. I, I know how you people operate. Me and you, okay? Me and you, you don't have to let your friends know. That thing needs to be absolutely destroyed. And he like flashes his jacket and you can see the hint of like a pipe bomb. He's like, we can do it. I think it's, it's got to go. Every every time it shows up, chaos, massacres, it, it's got to be destroyed. Uh, you better prove what you're saying if you're carrying around hardware like that. I just, listen, I can, I can prove it. I can prove it. And you can do so. Like shuffling. He's shuffling through. He's got his phone up. He's pulling up some documents. We'll go to Bertrand. Bertrand, what is your approach to the guy poorly reading a newspaper yeah i'm gonna walk up to him kind of you know kind of cough a little bit and go uh hey buddy the uh the 60s called they want their trade craft back (laughs) you know a newspaper is a lot a lot weirder nowadays just sitting there you know full splayed out can i can we help you with something like fuck you man what i don't leave me alone and he kind of turns his back to you but he's, you can still see him still trying to like look at you out of the corner of your eyes, out of his eyes. I mean, hey, I'm you know, we're right here if you want to talk to us. Try to help help you out with something if you need. So otherwise, uh, what are you and doing you see, here? You see him looking at the other guy now, and he's nervous because you see Percival up in this guy's face, mm-hmm. and he's nervous. Eyes are darting back and forth. It's the trunk. The trunk, it's got to go. I'm telling you, it's got to go. I know all of you bug brains are obsessed with holding on to this shit. It's got to go. Uh, and, and why do you think that? Because every time it shows up, every time, every time people die. 
Our guys have died. Your guys have died. Oh, God. All right. Uh, how do you know this? What do you think? Obviously, you know? we're better at communicating than you guys are. You don't know this. All right, back to Percival. So he's got he's got some stuff pulled up on his phone. Um, and he says, that fucking trunk has been the bane of all of our existences since the, the fucking 30s. Uh, look, I, look I, I can show you. Come on, go pass it over. Okay, so he pulls up an, initially an article from the 40s. 34 Dying Blitz, London Herald from Tuesday, November the 19th, 1940. Uh, 34 souls lost their lives Sunday morning while taking cover in Liverpool, tree, uh, Liverpool Street train station. The aftermath was devastating and the train station will be closed for reconstruction until further notice. Witnesses reported strange noises and lights just before the incident. Police and uh, police are investigating, and a new Nazi a weapon is suspected to be the cause. Uh, can't remember if that was around the time of the Blitz or not. So, uh, citizens are urged to report any unusual sightings immediately. So, he, every time this fucking thing shows up, people end up dying, and then your government ends up having to cover it up. And we gotta put a stop to it. And he shoves you, or he goes to shove you aside anyway, and he's heading for the utility closet and Bertrand, the other one that you were standing in front of is now like, they're both just storming straight for the utility closet. The three of you in the utility closet, what would you, you're not aware of any of this. So what do you want to, what are you doing? Is there anything about the trunk itself that looks like it's got magical symbols or. So are you going to move the body out of the trunk? I, I mean, a little, I'm not out of the trunk, but around. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You're kind of moving her parts around. Right. You do see an alchemical diagram at the bottom of the trunk underneath her. See, there's this diagram down here. Why is there a body? Does it look like she was possibly sacrificed? So about so looking at the knife wound, um, does it look pretty clean? Like she wasn't struggling, or uh, it... it looks it definitely looks like there was a struggle. The more you look at her, you see like defense wounds on her arm. Are there are there ligature marks around her wrist for where she was tied? No, it looks like there was a there was a total fight. Like she has she has she wasn't, uh, she wasn't defense tied. marks. Yeah, there's. So, uh, it, there's no clothing you, at all, right? No, she's yes, uh, correct. No, she's no, no rings or earrings. Nope. Are her nails no painted? Uh, chipped, but painted. Yes. So and so she overall looks recently murdered. Then. Yes, this does. She is. Yeah, her remains are decomposing as you're standing over her. <laughs> but not. But like to what? Like I'm trying to think. Like how long has she been in this trunk? Is that a biology role? Is that a forensic? A, a, like forensics. Yeah. Okay. I can roll forensics. Uh, no jewelry whatsoever. 
27 is not not good. You it by all accounts, this is pretty recent. Yeah. But it could be something that if if there's a time element involved, it could have happened any any time. Uh, how about her hair? Is it styled or is it just long and straight or there is a certain style to it um that you would attribute especially like tristan you're our historian very 30s era style to her hair yeah that's a good indicator right there right and this you know her chip nails this isn't this is uh a pretty like primitive cosmetic yeah yes mm -hmm. yeah she might Do you have any other makeup on her face or um no not really it's she's pretty bare-faced she's young um, enough to where she doesn't need yeah. makeup so you do i will share that the the alchemical diagram with you you, know, you kind of move her around a little bit you shuffle her aside and you kind of get um, there's a lot of frantic writing on it. Um, can I uh, find this last? Is that can I? Yeah. Can I use an occult? Yes. Role? Anyone who's looking at it can make an occult roll. I'm trying to read the smeared writing. You would have done this to me. So I do it to you first. So I did it to you first. Um, okay, so you're making you uh you, you make an occult roll. The you can did you pass? I guess that's the question. I got a 66 out of 70. So yes, oh, that's great. Great. excellent. Okay, this the intent of this was to seal the spirit, a spirit in the trunk. And as you all are discussing this. Now someone is banging on the door. Bang, 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 bang. The deuce. If, if they're heading over to the yes. uh, yeah. to the uh, to that room, my immediate thought is looking around us, train station police. Uh-huh. Yeah. Oh yeah. You, you have uh Decker, you see another <sighs> more senior looking gentleman as well. Yeah. Uh, in which case my ID comes up and I'm screaming at the top of my lungs, pointing at the guy with a bomb. He's got a pipe bomb. And so that is what the three of you hear now. Yeah. Bomb! And of course, now you hear screaming because there's a panic and people are, are running. Um, Panic's good. Yeah, the police are like converging on the two gentlemen. What are the three of you in the YouTube? I think I'm staying in this room. I'm, I, uh, I don't know what to do. We might want to close the trunk, get it back under its shroud. In case we have company that I'm going to brace to explain... myself against the door to keep them from kicking it in. Um, so, Percival Bertrand, you're taking in all of the chaos, and then you realize across from Platform Nine, there's there's a little restaurant, and there's a glowing blue light that is now spreading and filling the space, radiating out. And you see almost like a like a seam kind of unzippering in the air and parting. And these creatures start 
floating out. And now the panic is really ratcheting up. The, the two American gentlemen are, I told you, I told you this is what's gonna happen. Ah, and they're like wrestling with the police who have now tackled them. And it, it, there is a lot of chaos now. What do- And people are running out and they're just coming back in. Right, coming right <laughs> back in, yep. These, these creatures, distance, go, ahead, go ahead. Put as much distance between me and the light as possible. Okay, yes. <laughs> so you're, you're running. Uh, Bertrand, what are you doing? Uh, yeah, I guess I'm probably gonna, uh, you know, get with Percival since I assume, you know, the others are still together and then probably get my, uh, my ass, you know, my, my cane out in case I, you know, I need to whap these creatures if they come toward us. I mean, I'm, you know, yes. at this point, I'm worried that this is going to be bugs 2.0. <laughs> um, you did see when one of the police officers like tackled the guy to the ground, uh, a, uh, a pistol like kind of skittered from him, uh, which you could grab if you wanted to. Sure. I'll grab um, well. You see these large, the best way I could describe them is extremely large jellyfish. They have long, graceful tentacles. They float through the air languidly. They pass through things. You see one pass through the train, the one train that's been sitting on the track since you got here. And they're blue and ethereal. And they, they're almost beautiful as you watch them. And then you see them pick up, or one of them, pick up a civilian and its tentacle and grab it in two hands and just rip it. One half, second half. And then an enormous maw opens up onto the, like, the bell shape of the jellyfish. jellyfish. And you see rows and rows of teeth as it shoves this person in its gaping mouth. And suddenly... The long, the large intestines dangling among all of the other tentacles doesn't make it seem as enchanting anymore. Uh, the two of you can make sanity rolls. The three in the utility closet. What do you want to do? I don't know. We've shut the trunk. Yes, you shut the uh, trunk. You hear chaos. Even more so, like you hear. And I'm- I'm you holding the door close. Is anybody still trying to bang on the door no, and get no in? No one's banging on the door anymore. Until we hear one of our people, I can open the door. Okay. Well, then we will go to the top of the round. These um, entities are slowly drifting around the, the train station. There are about five of them now that have poured out of this portal, but you see more coming through. Um, first in the round is Percival. What do you want to do? Uh, I failed my sand by three. Okay. So sanity loss for um, viewing these is a D6. Bertrand, how did you do? I just barely passed. <laughs> I got a 63 and 65. Then. Yep. Okay, so cool. I'm going to go to 64. Four. Oh, four, okay. Uh, I do oh. have unnatural. Do these uh, <clears throat> seem familiar in any way, shape, or form? Um... What is your unnatural score? 10. Okay. The best that you can recollect, these are extra planar, something from beyond. Um, beyond with a big capital B. With a big capital B, indeed. <laughs> um, the Make a make an unnatural roll. Uh, we'll see if you can gather anything. About 41, them. so no. Yeah. It, there are many of them, but you don't think they're necessarily very 
party, you know, in this, the, the, your knowledge of them, it's like they, they attack in large groups, but um, mm-hmm. that, that is their show of force. So what do you want to do? I'm again, kind of looking uh, Bertrand's direction and say, well, I'm not sticking around anywhere near them. I think we just be on the move and keep the hell away from them. <laughs> I, I like that idea. Um, Where's the, uh, the closet in, uh, in sort of a relation to us in relation to you from? yeah not far because okay. there was all of this activity was pretty close to the closet when it all started happening because my hope is sort of on the way out to you know if, if they haven't already come out you know sort of be like it's time to go <laughs> all right so the two of you are running but you take a minute to pound yes. on the door pop out time it's time to go it's time to go yeah. and i'm assuming okay. you keep running that sounded like bertrand let's open the door and take a peek out yes peek. yep and yeah, you see Sand one sanity rolls for all. <laughs> one particular one is closing in on the three of you. 97. 66. That is an extreme fail. Oh, boy. <laughs> Take the full six. Take the full six, Lanville. I, I would like to use willpower. <laughs> okay, yes. Two. You're going you're gonna to project. Yep. So it's, took what, three. it's 1d4. Yes. And then you remove that uh, amount from a bond. And Tristan, how did power. you do? Oh, one. I only okay. lost one. All right. So, so. you you um, still have da, 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 a bout of yep. madness. So your enough. choice. Mm-hmm. Sorry? Yeah, I did not, did not get reduced enough. Okay. So um, flight, flee, fight or submit what are you going to do uh well i'm already in this closet yes Uh, you are so i think i'm just going to continue to cower in this closet all right yeah so you kind of like hide under the desk of the janitor whose whose um office is in here um all right so tristan you have the first action you have one of these creatures and it is closing in. And you see another one behind him. They are closing in on your group. And Percival and Bertrand, you see it too. They have all started moving toward the utility closet. I, I'm assuming they want the flapper. Let's let her have it. And I'm going to sort of grab the dolly and sort of shove it toward the space jellyfish while I okay. move away from the space jellyfish. That's not the mission. <laughs> and uh, Melliant, what are you doing? Um, I also would like to do an unnatural role to see if I know okay. anything about sure. these things. And uh, no, nothing. N- nothing more than what Percival knows. Okay, so... Um, Let's see. Lanville, you are cowering. cowering. Melian, you didn't actually make a move to like back uh, yeah. away. Make a dodge. Okay. What is dodge? What is dodge? It's a, it's a skill in its own right. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I, 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 got, I got 14 out of 30. So regular dodge. Okay. So one of them gra- goes to grab you, but... And you you okay. duck you duck out of it. it's actually surprisingly agile and quick tentacle. Um, I think also at the same time I'm going to grab my elder sign and hold it up to see uh, if they back away from it. 
I see. All right. Um, Tristan, no, Tristan, not sorry, Tristan. Lanvolt, make a pow roll for me. Twelve is a success. Excellent. Okay. Um, you you brandish Meliant. You're brandishing the Elder Sign, um, and they do for they do start to back away a little bit. Okay. They do start to back away just. It's just bit. not enough. It's just it's a little not bit. enough. <laughs> um, so Percival, Bertrand, you see they've all kind of converged on the utility closet. Are you the two of you running for it? Uh, yeah. If anything, if anything, I'm hoping the TARDIS might be real, and I might. I, <laughs> I, I, <laughs> so the the trunk was it thrown out fully or? Yeah, you kind of see it like they they kind of pushed it pushed it out to the utility mm. leaders on one of those dollies. Um, so it's still there, like kind of in the middle of all of the extra planar entities. Uh, it's, so it's like under them and they're kind of hovering over it at this point or? Yes. You also see the two, we're going to call them what they are now, Delta Green agents who have shrugged off the policemen and are now, one of them is shooting wildly at the jellyfish creatures while the other one is obviously patting himself down and looking for his gun. Bloody cowboys. Yeah, just how many are of these creatures are there? Does it look like? Five. I, I'm gonna see how this goes. I'm gonna pull out the gun and I'm All gonna right. start. I'm gonna start shooting. I, I need to make sure that if anything, those those wackos can't get the box. So All right. I'm gonna start shooting at them and hope that we can get this thing out of here. So All right. You see the jellyfish kind of go toe-to-toe with the Delta Green agents. Mm-hmm. Um hmm. Landville, make a dodge roll. Or Tristan, sorry, Tristan. I'm sorry. I'm getting the two of you confused. I don't know why. Make a dodge roll. Oh, 27, just, just there. Nice, you guys are doing really well. All right, the, the swipe comes once more, but you managed to dodge it. Meliant, make a dodge roll. Oh, make a dodge roll. I'm also yelling out, get behind me. Got a three, so that's a good Excellent. dodge, just a regular dodge. I hate it getting really good rolls and then realizing they're just regular. (laughs) Um, Percival Bertrand, you see one of the Delta Green agents go the exact same way as the original poor sod that you saw originally just ripped in half, consumed completely. Um, The pipe bomb clatters to the floor as he has failed in his mission. Uh, It is not, you don't get the impression that it's been um, ignited or anything like that. Um, the chaos of people is growing as they enter one space, come out the other. People are running from fleeing through the underground, but then like coming back on the opposite end at the front end of the the train station. Um, You can feel this odd pressure in the air bearing down on you, making your ears pop as if you were um, on an airplane. And you arrive at the train station via the underground. You feel a, tr- a strange sensation. Um, you ascend the steps to the platforms. You hear a clock chiming the hour. It's 9 a.m. Busy commuters rush past you and a group of young, goth-looking kids rudely push by. A plat- at platform nine, you see a young police constable, probably fresh from the academy, 
looking at his phone with a very bored expression. He's shifting from foot to foot as he stands next to a large steamer trunk. Behind him is a large steam engine instead of modern electric trains that we have now. Where's the fucking ground dog? I'm going to kill that thing. This is all of us the same? It's all of you. You're all gathered back together. So the only difference is that it's now a steam train. The phone box is gone. You see different uh, posters plastering the wall. Okay. Um, what's different posters? Okay. Is so, our has our clothing altered? Your clothing still looks pretty ragged the way it was before. But it's it's the night it's 2016, our clothes. Yes, yes. Instead yes. of yeah. are all the commuters still dressed modern? Normal. Or? Everyone looks normal and they're bustling around as if nothing happened. So it doesn't look like we've suddenly transported back in time. As far as the way everybody is dressed. No, but the TARDIS is gone. Totally normal. But now it's a steam train instead of. Steam train. Okay. Well, we don't have to open the box again. Everybody's, uh, I guess, uh, Percival, Bertrand, um, the box has the dismembered corpse of a young woman in it. Uh, she might have been murdered and put in the box uh, in the 30s. 80 years ago. There's a, okay. a, an attempted binding word inscribed in the trunk, and she's also been scarified in a culty way. Ah, so that's, our, what, uh, that was, that's what was in the trunk. Where did the jellyfish space things come from? From the diner over there. Is the, is the diner yeah. still there? Diner's totally normal. Still there. Yes, and our, our friends are uh, Americans. Oh, yeah, let's oh. find those goons. Probably Delta Green, then, wouldn't you think? You well, say this, and you, seem, you see Percival and Bertrand, you would, you would know. You see the one that was ripped in half earlier, now, like, with a panicked and kind of insane look on his face, beelining for PC Decker and the steamer trunk. Oh, I guess we need to head the idiots off. Yeah, I'm going to start running after them. Why don't we try reasoning with them? Uh, Something very strange is going on. We don't seem to have traveled back in time, but that's a steam engine. Did we travel to an alternate reality? Or stuff from other times is coming forward. It says, uh, is the, are there is there a news agent on the platform? Yeah. Mm-hmm. What's the what do the newspapers look like? Uh, January twenty seventh, twenty sixteen. And th- there's not a picture of like a spaceship over the Sphinx or no, <laughs> no. Or or a space colony on Mars, yeah. Um, saying it's aliens. Yeah. it's aliens. Let's yeah. go. Let's go over to the steamer trunk. Yeah. All right. Um, the Delta Green agent is already there talking to the young police constable, okay. who's just all excited, like, "Oh, you're gonna! It's like, what's inside? What's inside?" And he's Constable like, Decker, that tourist has nothing to do with this." And there's like bold confusion on his face. And I'm, I'm, I'm going to. 
I'm going to sort of lead that the aid that agent away and say okay. um, I say you're do you do you remember us? No, I, I called the number. He he had the. Are you all working together? He had the. You're credential. To, Where, but you're Delta you? Green. Oh, I think I think Melian wanted to talk to the Americans. I wanted to talk oh, to the I'm Americans. I'm so sorry. I'm I thought sorry. you. Were I'm sorry. I thought you were talking yeah. to the young constable. Okay, no. so you're leading him away. Yeah, and he's like, "Get off of me, buddy! I've got I have work I need to do here." Yeah, yeah, yeah. Delta Green. Yes. What, okay. Like he obviously recognizes you too, and he's like, "I'm. Right. I've had it with you and your little group. Okay, I have a job Wait. to do." Okay, Zartor. We know what we know what you're up to, but we need to figure this out before you do anything rash. And the 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 constable's like looking at all of you, like, "What's going on?" Got a bump. Oh, uh, yeah. did you say that, Percival? Yeah. And of course, a bomb. <laughs> he says it just. <laughs> That's what started and, and the whole thing a minute heads, ago. Heads are whipping around now. I'm There's like, no like, like obvious panic, but people are now looking like, like professionalism, constable. Professionalism. It's got a ball. Something apparently he doesn't have much of. Yeah. <laughs> and who do I call? I, uh, I You're the fucking authority. It's you. I'll go. Uh, I'll, I'll. I'll go get my sergeant. And and now he's running off to the older okay. gentleman that you um had seen before um, so and he's pointing agent, agent green i don't know what what your name is agent dallas green. agent dallas um tell us what you know about this box you've you've said that it's dangerous and that it shows up in places all i know look all i know is some weird shit happened in the 30s and that box just keeps coming back like the fucking cat from that song. It just, it comes, it causes havoc. You saw those things. You saw what that thing did to me. Jesus Christ. Do you know what's inside the box? I don't know. I, I rumor is it changes all the time. I don't know. That's interesting. Cause right now, at least a few minutes ago, there was a, the body of a young woman who had, seemingly been ritualistically murdered and all scarred up so we don't know so two now the constable and his sergeant have now approached you gentlemen is is there a problem here the young constable seems to think someone's got a, a bomb and he's you know lower voice we, that, that is not the kind of thing we we shout in the train station folks what is going on I suggest you search this cowboy. <laughs> and the look of betrayal on his face, like, how could you? Very um, easily, you've got a fucking bomb. <laughs> um, so, like, there's some scuffling where he's like, you know, mm -hmm. get off me. And you, they're not paying attention to you all anymore. You do see the other agent in the wings kind of watching it all happen obviously I, not I, to get involved trembling because i fear that opening the box will make the jellyfish things come back but him saying that it changes i just want i want to take a peek i'm kind of wondering if we should take the girl's body out of the out of the trunk well wasn't the girl's body 
Well, I don't, never mind. While you guys debate this, I'm going to walk to the end of the platform and see if I can get out of the building. And if you see me over there in a minute, just wave hi. <laughs> wave hello to Tristan. I <laughs> <laughs> would like oh. to. Do we bring it into the diner and when the jellyfish things come, we throw it into wherever the hell they came from? Well, I, I'm, I'm thinking if it's like, you know, the traditional magical ritual, then the, the girl's body and the blood are what's activating it. So if we dump her body out, then maybe that'll stop the spell. Uh, but I... Uh, uh, I'm, I want to take a peek in the box. Make All sure right, magical thinking. Okay. Um, are you headed to that utility closet again? No, I want to act. Uh, Just I open go it to here. The diner, honestly. Oh, the the diner. It's the diner, uh, though, across the platforms. It's yeah, it's um. Yeah, but no trains are coming. The platform, and then like a few. It's like 50, 50 feet or so from the platform. There's a little restaurant, little cafe which is where all of it came from. Okay, so you're heading to that space. Um, I mean, there are people having breakfast. Dragging the trunk. Yeah. Probably. <laughs> um, you're just opening in front of God and everyone. I'll just take it into yeah. a bath, into the bathroom. Yeah. And Around okay. a corner. Okay. <laughs> sure, okay. Um, even looking at it, it looks a little bit different. The first iteration of it, there were all of these travel stickers indicating that whoever had it had taken it across Europe on the Orient Express, most likely. Um, now it is missing most of those stickers. The staining is still there. It still says Spillsbury on it, but um, it, it just looks a little bit different. Not as banged up either. Is it still um, number 9485? Yes, it still says number 9485. If it um, had gone up or down a number. Uh, you open the trunk and there is no body inside anymore. It does look is like a any, standard trunk. Is there uh, any blood? There, yes, the dry blood is still there, but it there is no body anymore. Is you the inscription see, still in it? Uh, yes, the, the the diagram is still there. You see um, letters and notes. Uh, you see a like a bit of leather kind of like wrapped up, and you can see some writing maybe on it as well, but it's kind of wrapped up into a scroll. Oh. Um, uh, an arm, not a human arm, but like a like the arm of a, a statue, uh, and um, coins and like coins from the 1920s era, and uh, a revolver hidden in the hat box. Uh, what's I'm the going little to... other scroll say? Okay, so you you um open up the Let's... scroll. Million wanted to do something before. I, I was just going to say, I'm going to pull out my little journal and do a rough sketch of the diagram on the bottom of the. Sure. I had a question about that when we speak. Uh, I'm also I'm going to take out my little notebook, my detective notebook. Do I have the notes from the when we were here before, you, or is you it still empty? Do. No, you still have. Your okay. <laughs> um, Thank you. Noted. <laughs> so the scroll is um, an old form of Arabic and Turkish. Like there's- Hey, Tristan. <laughs> two of you have some skill in Arabic. Your two heads together, you'll be able to, with your level of skill, get 
the gist of it all because some of it is in Turkish, which neither of you have. But I would like you to both roll because um, I would like to know if you failed. 50 is dead on my skill. Nice. I failed. 58. Okay. The two of you put your heads together and the, the scroll itself is, it's awful, honestly. It talks about um, vice, depravity, sacrifice, skinning corpses. Uh, it mentions a cult out of Turkey that, that worships something, the, the skinless one and the, the obsession with uh, skinning. And there are very detailed instructions on how to skin a person. And you both take, uh, you both learn the skill art, skin human, but you only get, you get two <laughs> points in it. You, you spend a, it's a very detailed description on how to do this. Um, Tristan, you are holding the scroll and you have this horrifying realization that it's leather. It's, it's not animal not, leather it's, that's it's been not written cow all leather. It's skin. <laughs> so um, the two of you can make sanity rolls. That's also a failure. Just a D4 on a failure. Just a D4 One on a success. success. Was that All me right. as well? Just checking. Oh, just another one. It was the the yeah, people who could understand Turkish. Okay, right, yeah, but... Which I passed my sand, but I still lose the one. Uh, do you, would you, what era would you put this at? Percival, is this late medieval? Is it? That's good. Can we can we try and date it from the from the um the, the 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 I'm sorry the scroll itself? Yeah. Yeah. Um. Yes, it's old it's very very old um five hundred AD or so maybe it's in remarkably good condition and if we can read it 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 actually is <sighs> I it belongs in a very private room of a museum somewhere but frankly I just want to wash my hands um, we are in a bathroom. You are in a bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the, this arm that's in here, that is a statue? Yeah, so it's, it's the left arm of a statue. Um, it you heavy? hold it up. So uh, you think it's probably ceramic? Um, best guess. Uh, but it does change color. You hold it a certain way and it, it takes on a different hue. You hold it one way and it looks greenish you hold it a different way it looks kind of dark brownish so uh what the fuck guys um this, this um, i'm gonna i'm gonna dry my hands then i'm gonna peek out of the bathroom door at the restaurant and see whether there's been a blue incursion yet uh no not yet 
also right. curious if, if you put everything back in the trunk and we close the trunk and then open it again if it's the same stuff. Let's go try it. It seems like the least harmful thing we could try. If it's a bunch of bunny rabbits, I'm leaving. So you're just so I understand you're closing up the trunk and right. what are you doing with Tap it, it three times. We're oh. gonna put all the stuff <laughs> yeah. back in and then close it. Yeah. Okay. Um it it just seems to exist. Uh the less um explosive that's a poor choice of words. The well, we're gonna go with it now. The less explosive Delta Green agent. Um it <laughs> he he opens the door slightly and he says, listen, I know my partner is, he's a, he's a lot, but this has got to get taken care of. Yeah. He, just come in for fuck's sake. If you're going to stand what there. Think, what do you think we're trying to do? Yeah, but I know how you all operate. You're going to take it. You're going to package it up and you're going to put it in a warehouse somewhere and it needs to be destroyed. Sometimes the safest men look at it. Sometimes the safest thing is to put it in a warehouse where nobody can get to it, as opposed to blowing something up that might cause a rift in the universe. This thing seems to have a lot of weird properties to it. You think, you think if you put it in a warehouse somewhere, it's not going to just end up disappearing again like it has been doing for years? Do you think it's possible to destroy it? I don't, I don't know, but we've got to try, right? We've got to try. How well, did you know it was here? Have you guys been tracking it from the states? Me and Dallas, we we've been here, and now he gets a really shifty look. He's like, "We had an, yeah. another mission, okay?" But right, what, what's we, your name? Denton. But we have contacts that tell us when that thing comes around, too. You're you're you're, you're Delta Green spies. Fucking work for Delta Delta Green, whatever you know. Uh, fuck them. I mean, you but and all your your fun little letter names. Very you Americans, the Americans think that you can just come into other people's countries and do things. Yeah, cut off more of your American pop exceptionalism bullshit. Calling calling the kettle black. There, I was gonna say they did kind of steal our thing, but. The English just brought civilization to all the all the peoples of the world. <laughs> civilization. How many places are named after Queen Victoria? Pop quiz. That were not originally named after Queen Victoria. That were renamed to be after Queen Victoria. Um. So, Denny, have anybody has anybody else tried to put a bomb in this thing? Or is is this your guys's first go? No, this is this is. We've been trying to get our hands on it. I think you guys have been trying to get your hands on it too since the '30s, and it keeps coming and disappearing. People have tried to take it. Spillsbury himself put it away somewhere, and then it just fucking disappeared. Yeah, this happened in Spillsbury. How do you know what, what Spillsbury was up to? The name's the name is on the trunk. Right, but that doesn't. But, but that doesn't mean the man himself. Oh, he was, look, 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 look. The, the, 
you said there was a broad in the trunk, right? The first there, time there was. Yeah. The first time Spillsbury did get involved because there was a murder and he solved the murder or whatever he did and they put it in evidence and then it was gone. Is, okay, well, I'm going to open up the trunk again. Oh, sorry, go ahead. The trunk is exactly what you guys had already had. Yeah. Land, what were you saying? The, the murder. What was the murder? The details of the case. You apparently have researched this. Yeah, they... I, Not well, I, was, apparently. Yeah, it was this this woman and her partner. I don't know. They had... They rode the rails to the Orient Express. I don't know what they were doing. They both went crazy. He stabbed her to death, shoved her in the trunk, and left her on a platform. And that's how Spillsbury got involved with the whole damn thing. Left on a platform where? Somewhere, somewhere here in London. I don't know. It, sometimes that I, sometimes it shows up here at Liverpool. Sometimes it shows up on other platforms. It's always, it's always around the London area. Yeah. The last time this this it showed up was in the eighties, right? What happened then? Yeah, I slaughter. We we didn't get to it in time. You guys didn't get to it in time. I think there were some interviews with some witnesses or something afterward, but a ton. Of people well, I, I I don't think we got to it in time, and now we're here, and nothing makes any sense anymore. Like I don't know. I don't know. We just we got to figure something out. I don't know. It would seem that when it appears. At least from our experience, that we can get into the train station, but we can't get back out again. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. I, fuck, fuck if I know. Well, well maybe if you climb into the trunk, <laughs> I'm not getting in the fucking trunk. Also, did you notice that it's now a steam train and not a diesel? Yeah, I. I don't. Something's going on. I don't know. Something is seriously going on. Um, with yeah, no that, shit. go ahead, Tristan. Go ahead. You're saying something. I was going to ask how many times they'd seen the jellyfish. Just, just the one, just the one. When, when Dallas. So got you've only up. gone through one loop as yeah. well. And it would seem that we're the only ones who remember the loop. Nobody in this train station seems to remember it. The constable didn't remember. It's just us. Can we actually uh, can we actually damage the trunk? If that makes sense, if we take like if somebody has a pen knife or something and we just carve mm-hmm. something into like it ourselves. Carve into it. Um. Yeah, you can. You can actually. You know, carve. It seems like a regular trunk. Yeah, seems like a regular trunk. Okay, well, I'll carve the number two into it. Okay. Spillsbury number nine four eight five two. Uh, Maybe not the a, number sequence, but <laughs> I, I'm starting to think what I what I just said suddenly, if nobody in the station is affected, I mean they don't realize anything's changed, except that all of us do, us and the Delta Green agents. What if this is not what we think it is? What if this is a trap, and it's trapped us here? And it's something else. It's not the magic trunk or somebody screwing with us. What enemies do you have, Delta Green? <laughs> you? Well, I mean, we're sort of enemies, but we're not 
though, you know, we're, we have a difference of opinion, but don't you have Majestic 12? Aren't they, I mean, they dangerous rivals of yours? Yeah, I mean, they've been around a while. I don't, I, you're, you're kind of hashing this out when you start to hear panicked screaming. Uh-oh. So civilians here, coming here outside. here's an idea let's just go you said something about the world zippering open and the jellyfish yes. came uh, mm-hmm. yeah yeah so do we just want to throw this trunk just push it up there and open it up and see if they go in okay so you're going to come out of the bathroom with the yep. trunk on the trolley and try to push it through the gate yes all right um, when you all come out of the bathroom, I would like for each of you to make dodge rolls. Uh, dodge? Right. Did you They're say? Attracted to the stupid oh. 70 yeah. is a fail. No, oh, Melian. No. Oh. Fail. And Bertrand. Uh, just barely a pass. Okay. It's Bertrand, you duck out of the way. <laughs> um, Percival and Lanville, you actually, like, the Tentacles kind of swat the air at you, but it is um, ineffective. But uh, Meliant and Tristan, you have been grabbed. You are raised Hello. up in the air with a tentacle in those giant mouths. I'm going to try and touch the tentacle with my elders. Ah, that's good. Yes, you do that, and it does. It just it drops you oh. uh, from a pretty, you know, a decent height. Take take a point of damage, um, Tristan. I'm that just gonna... large gaping maw opens up and takes a chunk out of Ow! your shoulder. Um, Why can it pass through nine trains? points of damage oh, as it just wow. sinks into your skin? All right. Well, I think a little more than his skin with nine points. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Percival, you're up. Um, yeah, Mike, with the uh, getting the trunk into somewhere else. <sighs> All right. Uh, yeah. So you're you're moving it toward the um, the, the whole portal. Space. Sorry, I just like had a moment. Portal. Yeah, Bertrand, what are you doing? I guess um, I'm gonna pull out my collapsible uh, baton and just try to defend them as they push it in. Okay. All right. Yeah. So, so you're taking some. Off. Go ahead. Yeah. Like yeah. Make, make make some make some uh, make a. Yeah, I can make my roll make an attack round, roll. So yeah. yeah, they'll have to oppose my roll with, my, with melee or uh, an arm. Uh, oh, that's a 22. Excellent. Okay, so you land a few blows. Awesome. Like, make make a damage roll. Oh, it's, no, that's that's max damage. No, it's double damage. Yes. I'm sorry. Right, right. Uh, so, and I think uh, with this, with a club be it, do you have the table in front of you? What's a club? D6? D4? Oh, it's a D6. Uh, club is a D8 plus damage points. Damage oh, well, but in. Oh, in, I don't know what it is. Yeah. Because uh, I, I know. It. Uh, D6. It's a D6. That's what I thought. Thank you very Working much. At it, yeah. Uh, that's a, one. So I All think, right. yeah, that's okay. Landville, what are you doing? So I am, I'm helping Percival push this damn thing. All right. So the two of you are pushing together. Um, uh, da, 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 yeah, Tristan, <laughs> um, Tristan, make a, uh, an unarmed attack. At least 40. He's very, he's very much unarmed at the minute. One arm's gone. What was that? Sorry, you're muted. 64. Okay. Uh, it's another six points of damage. Are you oh. at zero? That is, that would put me at negative three. <laughs> okay. 
So you all witness as Tristan. Oh, I'm sorry. No, I have three left. Oh, okay. Well, there you go. Wait, I lost. No, I'm sorry. I lost nine and then, right. So yes, negative three. Okay. The the creature lifts Tristan up into the air and just bites his head off and rips it from, uh, rips it from uh, his shoulders. Uh, Percival, Bertrand, or Blanville, you push the, uh, the trolley through the gate and you arrive at the station via the underground oh. you ascend the steps to the platform you hear a clock chiming the hour it's 9am busy commuters rush past you as a group of young goth looking kids rudely push by at platform 9 you see a baby in a police constable's uniform gumming a phone you see a, a woman walking by. You vaguely remember she had like a toddler in tow, but now it's still the size of a toddler, but a wrinkled, shriveled old man who looks like he is approaching 100. The Behind the child constable now is a monstrosity kind of combination steam train, electric train mashup. And all around the post, there all around the station are posters that start as a um, like an election poster for Churchill, but end talking about Tony Blair. And a giant CRT television is uh, mounted on the wall next to a gaslight, uh, a gaslight lamp. And the, um, da, 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 da. the Smiths are singing their 1987 hit about panic on the streets of London blaring through the speakers um what do you all want to do is there a trunk there is a trunk next to the baby police constable <laughs> and i see the, uh, Kristen, you're perfectly fine sanity roll you're you're yes we're having experienced you death yes you're do we see the dj agents back you have full full health back what was that million do we see the dj agents yes you do and they are as uh shell-shocked as, as some of you look. Okay. I, I just waved to him. I've uh, failed my sanity by the two sanity points that I have lost so far. Okay. Um, take D4 sanity. You come to grips with the fact that you just died and now you are here once again. I'm pretty sure when... when okay, yeah. going up to the trunk... It's brand new. It still says Spillsbury on it. It still has that weird staining at the bottom. But it Is there a number like on brand it? Brand new trunk. Yes, nine number nine forty five two is carved somewhere else on the train on the trunk. Is the two there still? Yes, it is. Ah, oh, quite friendly. Um, I'm thinking we go with your idea, like Lamble, and we try and ride this thing and this thing out of here. But we're gonna have to do it one at a time. The DG agents come up to you now, and they're they're like, "Look, enough, enough of all of this bullshit. <laughs> we you you realize we have got to do something about this, right?" Yeah, I'm thinking about hopping inside and getting out of here. Just blow this thing up. And what's to say we don't come back? It doesn't come back again. Gotta try, right? Well, we could try that before uh, Agent Lanval drives. We could drag the thing over by the diner, put the bomb in it when the thing when the thing rips open, and shove it through. 
and okay. Lamvor's proved that it does marks do at least carry through maybe a bomb would tear it apart what if we just scratched up the symbols all over the bottom of the trunk is that the spell that's causing it to happen well let's let's bring it by the diner and look inside and then yeah see what's there okay so you you kind of wheel it over to the the diner area um you you open it up to look inside Yep, um, you find a lot of notes. There's no more revolver. There's no more arm. There's no more of it. There's no more scroll. These all are notes from a, a man named Randolph Alexis. And he is, they're all dated 1897. Um, and he is uh, advising his son named Edward concerning the principles of magic and gate travel. You see some alchemical ciphers. Um, anyone looking at it, I'd like you to make an occult roll. A two is a pass on occult. I got a Out pass. Base 10. <laughs> Regular pass. No good. Okay. You can see the intent of this. It was designed to kind of open a gate from point A to point B, London to New York. And you can see where he got it all wrong. And instead of going from London to New York, he went from London to somewhere elsewhere. <laughs> elsewhere. And you, you can see where now the error of his doing was. Um, you think you might be able to, using his notes and your knowledge of the occult, close the gate that seems to keep opening up and allowing all of these things to come in. Okay. Well, let's, I, I'm going to gather up the papers and mm-hmm. it's going to, yeah, it'll take you a little bit of time to, to glean. This might, this might be the key here. I'll, well, let's uh, transfer some of this onto other note, notepads or paper that yeah. we can take mm-hmm. through loops with us in case we don't out in time. It, one thing we haven't tried yet is hold, keeping something from the trunk outside the trunk to see if it goes through with us or if it vanishes from existence. Oh, yeah, so just keep the notes. Okay. But I will copy some of them down, some of the important stuff. Oh, yes, he's made some serious mistakes here. Write some stuff down on my arm. <laughs> <laughs> Enjoy it while you have it. <laughs> Uh, since I don't really understand all of this mumbo jumbo, and I really uh, have a very strong feeling about not being eaten again, sure. I'm going to Reasonable. go to the farthest place I can that doesn't return me to where I started. Place, yeah. yeah, you're 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 hi- hiding hiding yourself away. I understand gonna, that. You know, if that's like here's the diner, I can get over two platforms to number eleven sit behind a trash can and think about whether or not I experienced a, a tunnel of light. <laughs> All right. Was something that ate him. Well, I think if you go hide behind the gas light and the old Model T. Um... Is anyone doing anything else? While you know, Meliant and, and I think Lanville too, is kind of like pouring <laughs> over all of these occultic writings. 
Okay. So you, 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 you feel like you have a good grasp on what this is, the situation. Um, it is going to take some time to cast and your understanding is that while you do that, you are probably going to be very vulnerable. Like the cat, the act of casting is probably going to draw some of these creatures to you. Right. Um, it is going to take, I would like you to make another occult role and that will kind of determine if it's, you know, shorter, longer, kind of depending on how successful you are. 55. Is that That's a, an, an extreme? extreme? Yeah. Okay. So it, it, you, are confident that you should be able to do this in a matter of minutes quickly. But I need you to keep those things distracted or how many people need to participate in the spell? Uh, Meliant can probably do it alone with his, with his extreme success. Yes. He could definitely do it alone. There is one thing though. Death is what started all of this in motion. Death is probably what is going to be needed to finish it. You need a human sacrifice. Well, there's the. Alice Denton to say it. <laughs> Americans. There's there's the Americans. There's uh, there's an awfully young constable. I was going to say the only <laughs> the only one who's who. I mean, the Americans would never consent, but the infant doesn't have to consent. <clears throat> I just don't from a baby. I don't know if I can do it. Um it's easy, just snap it quick. <laughs> mentally I might be damaged, but if it's I mean technically anybody in here is just in a loop, so maybe they're not even real. Um oh boy. Well, have uh, your have your moral uh, quandary later. I think you. I'm not volunteering. No. Any, anybody else feel like volunteering? Should be of us. I, I know. I I I I already said that. Percival. I'm, I think we're on the same page. Um. Do I have to do it by the diner or in the diner or no, you can, can it be anywhere? anywhere? Yes. Into that closet. And- all right. Yeah. I have to go where nobody's going to see what I'm yeah. doing. Otherwise, people will try to stop me. Does anybody have a knife? We're in a we're in a diner. I'm sure we can pick up one some silverware from I think one of the Bertrand tables. Yeah. has a knife as well. Uh I don't think I have a knife. Uh, Percival's right. You can find a, a knife. Yeah. yeah if if somebody's eating steak in the diner, right. as I go by, I'll just I'll lift their steak knife off the table and okay. keep it. Sure. Who is going to be your sacrifice? It's going to be the the constable. Okay. Okay. I'm going to pick him up as if he were my kid. Yeah. He's he's and, like oh gosh, a nine month old little little boy somebody needs to keep people from coming into the into well the closet it's fine yeah so barricade it's going to the door it's going to take me a few minutes right maybe we could use the pipe bomb to collapse the diner (laughs) 
how those things are coming um, through. And do we have to wait until the, they start coming through to close no, the gate? No, you just know that, that that the ritual is going to attract them. Okay. Not not the the like the, the act right. of closing the gate. Yeah. Uh, are there trolleys with uh, luggage around yes. here? Oh yeah. Start piling them up in front of the door after Melian's gone in. All right. All right. So, Melian, are you going to use? The soothing song. Yes, so that the child doesn't feel anything. Okay. Okay. What is that? What does that ritual look like for you when you perform it? I do motions with my hands, and I, I, I sing the ritual song, which goes like, "Soft kitty, warm kitty, little <laughs> ball of fur," and. Uh, Okay. It doesn't take long, but uh, make it, your uh, casting roll. So your target number is ninety nine minus your current sanity. Nine ninety nine minus what? Current sanity. Ah, that's your target number. Yeah. Ninety nine minus math. Ninety nine minus sixty three. I got thirty one. All right. Yeah. yeah. All right. All right. You made it. So little little Jonathan Decker's big eyes are just following you in delight as you make cute little circles in the air and sing and he coos as you horrifically sacrifice him. Uh, yeah. Well, now I've got to do the, uh, so whatever the, the gate spell is. I mm-hmm. Yeah. So you're working the gate spell. Uh, of course, all of you note that 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 seam is opening once more immediately attracted by the um the ritual that Meliant is performing and they drift toward where you guys have the trunk don't you or who has the trunk oh huh? well didn't he need the trunk to do the gate or no that's fair yes yeah, yeah. I think he yeah. Yeah. yeah he's gonna need it. okay so yeah they are drifting toward Meliant with the trunk um, the Delta Green agents are now like antsy, um, and he's like, "Just got the bomb. Let me just fucking throw it at him. Let me just fucking throw it at him. Come on!" I'm at him. Too late. <laughs> oh yeah. So you you see him like getting it ready, and he just chucks it at those giant jellyfish monsters. Uh. Which now, of course, there's panic everywhere because a bomb has gone off. I'm assuming you all removed yourself enough away from the situation. Yeah. You knew he was going to do it. Um, there's jellyfish bits flying all over the train station platform, human bits flying all over the train station platform, a leg, an arm, a head. Um, and of course, people are just running and screaming. <laughs> More of these creatures are pouring through the um, the portal and the two, Dallas and Denton, are now shooting at them with intent. Uh, Percival. Making sure that the Delta Green Agents are between me and the fish. So. I like it. I like it. Tristan. Or sorry, Bertrand. Bertrand. Uh, are, are there any jellyfish left? Oh, yeah. There's, they, they're, they're still coming through that little... I will uh, fire at them to you know, hopefully delay them from getting to... Okay. Make your shot. Make your shot. All right. Uh, I missed. That's a 95 regular All miss. All right. Landvol. Tristan, I'm sorry. Kristen, I apologize. I'm. I have. I maximized the distance between the jellyfish erupting space and myself, Mm -hmm. so I'm going to stay here and I'm kind of humming to myself and rocking back and forth. 
No place like Landville. home. No place like home. <laughs> Landville. Um. Well, I don't have a weapon. Mm-hmm. True. But I'll. Um, I think Percival's got the right idea. Okay. Um, keeping okay, the, putting putting the Delta green, the Delta putting the Americans <laughs> between me and the jellyfish. Um, Fair enough. All right. the The jellyfish sees Dallas and Denton. Uh, Bertrand, make a dodge roll as they go to seize you as well. Ooh, fourteen. <laughs> All right. Yes, you you duck, you <laughs> dodge, you get out of the way. Um, for the next round, does anyone want to do anything other than what they're... I'm assuming, Bertrand, you're going to continue firing. Do they yep. have... Did, did the Americans drop their weapons when they were grabbed? Yes, they did. They okay, did, because now grab. they're, like, wrestling with the, the jellyfish monsters. I will grab... I will grab their gun. All right. Roll or... All right, so Bertrand, make your roll. Is anyone grabbing the second gun from the second agent? I'm looking for another human <laughs> shield. I mean, person to hide behind. <laughs> <laughs> You're pushing civilians in their path as you run away. I if, love if it. That, if that horrible goth that bumped into me is still around, she's going in front yes. of me. Yes, the goth is still around. You throw her in the path of one of the jellyfish. Uh, Tristan, uh, Glanville, make a uh, firearms roll. Um, you are close enough that I'll give you 20% because you had to get pretty close to them in order to pick it up. Okay, I get an extra 20%? Yes, yes. Okay, well, I had a base of 20, so, all right. Yeah. Da -da -da. 66. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the gun is now it's, jammed. It's, it's jammed. I'm just expecting to click, click. I yeah. fired all the bullets. Damn them. <laughs> uh, Bertrand, did, you made your roll. You didn't, you didn't I, I failed it. again. <laughs> just all a right. regular failure. So I'm just, just firing wildly into the cloud. Mm-hmm. Or do they swarm, you yeah. Well, hopefully they don't well, see me as a threat because I'm not doing shit. Landville and Bertrand make dodge rolls. Oh, shit. Nope, 52 is a fail. Uh, yep, I failed the 64 this time. You are both grabbed. I'll let you make an unarmed combat before they take a chunk out of you. Make an unarmed combat. Uh, nope, I failed that too. <laughs> No! Right. <laughs> 45, um, so close. Bertrand, take 10 damage. Lanville, take 7. Oh. oh, fuck. That almost straight up killed me. I don't have a lot of hit points. Yep, neither do I. <laughs> You're both still, <gasps> still hanging in there? Yep. <laughs> All right. Um, Tom, or Meliant, make one last occult roll for me. Barely hanging in there. <laughs> Ah, there's no spinning luck, is there? <laughs> no. Got a seventy-two out of seven. At least it wasn't. At least it wasn't an extreme. No. I was like, no. <laughs> okay. So other babies. You need to make Tom Meliant. You need to make a dodge roll. I need to make a dodge roll. Yes. Okay. Uh -oh. Is it? Uh, is it breaking my? Concentration. No, we'll we'll say no. You're you're almost there. Well, I guess it'll depend on whether you dodge successfully or not. I got a thirteen out of thirty. I was about to say they were. So I, I probably pull, pull I pull back and I hold up my elders. 
All right. So you finish the invocation. Okay. And it's like for a second, the air is just sucked out of the platform space. And then it is quiet. The jellyfish monsters are gone. Bertrand and Lanville, you are still bleeding heavily, but you're now on the ground. The area is still in a, like it's, some of it's normal, some of it's not. Like electric lighting prevails. There is an, a modern train. You still you see some of the hints of what happened in the flyers. That little boy, old man, is now still a little boy, old man that the woman was um, walking through the train station. Um, but everything else seems to have returned to normal. Is the bloody baby in front of me? Uh, there is a dead baby in front of you. Uh, you hear an announcement, you're going to need to make a sanity roll for that as well. So you, there's an announcement announcing the next train, and one pulls into the station. It got in. Run for the nearest exit. <laughs> so Percival's running. You're leaving. Oh, God. I'm uh, uh, coming Ellie, out of how this. Was that, how was that uh, sanity roll? Oh, what? Oh, my sanity yeah. roll? Yes, you, you murdered a baby. <laughs> Yeah, I got 35 out of 63, so I'm okay. However, you killed the baby. What did I lose as a result of casting that spell? So the cast of that spell, you you lo- you lose a d4 for the sacrifice. You a d4 lose an additional of... sanity. Apologies. Um Before, mm-hmm. okay. Plus, plus you lose two for the spell itself, okay. And a permanent reduction, not to your willpower points, but to your pow. It is reduced by two, not two two, but by minus two, which adjusts your sanity. Also, it's a cascading effect. Percival, okay. you get you get on a train, you run for the exit, you're gone. You're out on the London streets. The sun is shining in your face and um, everything is normal. 999 ambulance. Yes. Oh, yes, of course. Mm-hmm. You call an ambulance. You do hear sirens because a bomb went off in Liverpool <laughs> Street Station. There are body parts everywhere. Um, I've been wounded by the bomb. To... The bomb yeah, yeah, police yeah. swarm the scene. <laughs> the two Delta Green agents are dead. Um, and this is, we'll wrap it up here. So, there are some important things that we need to tie up on loose ends though. There are CCTV cameras all over this place and you've all been caught on camera doing some very strange things. So how would you like to resolve that? Well, nobody saw me kill the baby, right? I no, was, you were in, yeah, you said you yeah. kind of moved into But I am covered in blood. <clears throat> I'm gonna go into that janitorial closet, um, mm-hmm. moving the luggage out of the way. Mm-hmm. And see if the trunk is still there. It is. Because uh, that's our mission statement. Yeah, we to get take the that trunk back. Um, and, I, you know, Meliant, we need to figure out the disposal of this material. Is it is it empty, the box? 
the box has the the last content. So the notes. It has the notes. Yeah. Okay. I say you and I just carry the box out. And everything else in here will look like it was part of the bomb going off accident. How will you, you take know? care of the camera footage? What really happened? I'm gonna be outside with my laptop. Mm-hmm. See if I can hack into this, um, hack into the system from outside, and just accidentally push delete, and hopefully wipe everything since eight o'clock right. this morning. Um, I'll let you choose sig sigint or computer science, whichever is the more the stronger skill for you. They're they're both the same. All right. So. And fifty is good under sixty on Excellent. either of them. So. All right. So you feel confident that you've wiped all footage. How, how far are you going back? Your presence at the train station platform? Are you, what are you doing? I'm saying that we arrived at nine. So I'm saying eight o'clock onwards. It's just gone. Yeah, it's, mm-hmm. it's been erased from the footage. But uh, it, does it still look like there are certain things have been altered in our reality? Like different? It, 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 most, every, most everything's returned to normal. The setting, the, there's no more gas lights. The, the, the train... The trains are modern trains. You do still see those weird posters, Churchill and Blair right. back and back. And you do see a woman is now sobbing on the platform, holding a toddler sized 94 year old man in her arms, screaming about when is my boy, what's happening to my boy? Benjamin Button. Yeah. So Melian, uh, you know, I've, we'll just wrap up uh, police constable Decker in my jacket. And we'll put him temporarily inside the trunk. We'll carry the trunk out. We'll find why, the appropriate. Why should we worry about him? Well, I don't think that the you know the bombs on platform eight are going to explain the knifed infant. But nobody in will know closet. what it is. It'll, it'll just be a mystery that nobody will able be able to solve. Well, it's, he has no identity. You know, I if we if the if the cameras have us the last people walking out of the supply closet and there's a dead baby in the supply closet, that doesn't seem great. No, we think personal well, the, got you covered. Yeah, right. But we don't know that. Okay. Well, yeah, we, I'm, we definitely... I'm extremely hesitant to put him in the box because what if that activates the well? Spell? Right. You just did the thing that made things kind of normal. Oh, and by the way. Maybe it wasn't a little faster as far as Lanval and Bertrand are concerned because they're. Lanval looks like shit. <laughs> they're doing poorly. They got, you know. Well, they that's, got that's, that, that's my story is I saw them with the bomb, tried to intervene, and it's got blasted the bits. <laughs> but if there's, um, should be ambulances on the way then. Probably. Oh, yeah. I, there's I, all yeah, kinds of sirens. You can hear them. And now. Uh, EMS I, and, and police are swarming the state. I defer to your expertise in terms of having just done the magic about putting the dead person inside the box. But I, I'm just afraid that it, it would be far worse if we get caught carrying him halfway. If we get caught yeah, halfway but, out the building but with the dead baby, the the investigating this weird body that shouldn't exist, or should we just get rid of it? Uh, how will they ever find out anything? They'll just no, but the, I'm pretty. I don't think it's very good for us to just let a like a baby that doesn't make sense get investigated. Like it doesn't matter if they won't find out. It's like why does like they're 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 gonna start asking questions about this baby and why? 
Well, authorities often we, take dead babies very, rather seriously. That's what I'm saying. What if we wrapped it in the tarp and stuffed it in a garbage can? I mean, it's a crime scene. They might even look inside garbage cans. But even if they found it, then they'd assume that somebody murdered a child and stuck him in there and look around to see. Is now like filling with law enforcement. So you'd also have to get it out of the train station because you won't find garbage cans in UK train stations. Oh, okay. I I don't know what we can do. I say just leave it. Knock some of this stuff on on top of it, make it look like it was part of the accident. Yeah, okay. all right. I think go, go, go is the best we can okay. do. Yeah, you all grab right. that into the trunk and I'll take this end. Um, it, you you place um, Decker's body where it looks like it would have been a victim of the explosion. You load up the trunk on a trolley. Um, you see police officers are, are attempting to, you know, get witness accounts of everything. Are you stopping and telling a story or are you just like i'm out of here act panicked like we like we, the bomb went off we want to want to get the hell out of here okay yeah we'll, we'll say in all of the the pandemonium like you're going to be able to slip away free um and if i have too much blood like on my outer shirt i'll throw it off yeah i mean you'll so that, like there's bloody people everywhere you can right yeah it, it doesn't stand out super yeah there's people like me laying around yeah <laughs> are you going to a paramedic landville and, and bertrand by the way because i mean i, I, I mean i had eight hit, hit points yeah. maximum and i lost seven of them so i don't know if i can even move on my own you know yeah, yeah somebody yeah. will I mean, grab I you to, i was in a three so i'm uh, yeah, well you know i was you know trying to deal with the bomb threat and just caught caught everything you know I, I, I think anything. I'm thinking I'm on the platform telling a good Samaritan how to pack my wounds with my medical knowledge. There you go. There you go. Um, you so could do a John up, Wu and crawl toward each other bloody on the platform. <laughs> you um, you return the trunk to HQ where it's stored away somewhere, much to the um, chagrin of Delta Green. The, uh, the papers report a, a terrorist attack. Um, under investigation, no known cause. Um, Bertrand, you are a detective. Are you going to let that be known on the scene? Because if you are, they'll probably, you know, have you in the papers. The brave detective Nicholas Baker attempts to thwart terrorist activity. Um, are you going to shy away from, you know, flashing the badge? Bertrand? Uh, I will be flashing a, a badge. I'll just be, or rather that, um, not that my MI5 one, but I'll just be, you know, saying that I just got caught up in the last threat. Yeah. So Maybe yeah, show my it, Scott, some Scotland Yard credentials. Yeah. And they'll, they'll report like that you, mm-hmm. you were there and, you know, you'll give your accounts as a detective and you'll be, you know, commended and awarded. Um, if you pay attention, which some of you probably do, if you read the tabloids, the sun will have a cover of the Benjamin Button baby. My two-year-old is now 98. Oh my gosh. You know, some wild story with his photograph. Um, Detective Jonathan, uh, PC Jonathan Decker is reported as missing. You do hear a little chatter about that. And eventually it kind of fades as no one quite knows what happened to him. But you with all headlines get like that, we're going to have Phenomena Mix turn up. 
<laughs> you are, your names are not mentioned and uh, no one seems to know your part in all of it. And that is Spillsbury number 9485. Cool. Wow. I, uh, of course, I, of course, copied all that stuff into my little book before I cast the spell. <laughs> of course. <laughs> you just have one, one more ritual added to the list. <laughs> well, they may, Pisces might call me in because I actually successfully cast that spell and see if they'll put me on the team that studies that box to see if there's anything left in it or mm-hmm. if it's destroyed. You are one of um, those top men that look after. Yeah, I'm. I'm on the low, low end of the top men. <laughs> All right. So tell us what was going on. So, um, you, you honestly, you had uh, put the pieces together pretty quickly. Um, the the two investigators who had traveled across the Orient Express got caught up in Randolph Alexis's failed gate experiment which had trapped a train in this like time loop um that is not orient express related and they um when they escaped they had so completely lost their minds that one of them murdered the other thinking that she was going to do the same to him first stuffed her body in a trunk attempted to bind it to the trunk and walked away the um this uh, this trunk already had uh piled in it all of their investigative materials, the artifacts they'd gathered, the uh, information they had learned. And so steeped in a, the blood of a sacrifice, it kind of took on the, a life of its own. All of this occult materials complete with the, the blood of Catherine Pine created this trunk that is now out of time and out of space. And from the 1930s on, it disappeared from uh, evidence and then kept appearing over and over again throughout time and causing absolute havoc wherever it went and eluding anyone who tried to catch it because by the time they would they get there the it's just gone once more and uh, we didn't really track time but if you had you would have noticed that um, the time in which time reset itself was happening at shorter and shorter and shorter intervals to the point where eventually it was just going to disappear altogether Wow. And you, it would have been in the wind, and you wouldn't have had uh, the artifact on your hands. So and so was it, yes. And so was it like dragging things with it? Because that's why the train was suddenly different. And the yeah, it it warps reality around it to kind of fit what it thinks it's supposed to be. So in the first instance, it was the 1930s. So you had like those 30 propaganda posters, the old police box, um, and then the 20s. Um, it, there was more posters from that era. You guys didn't get really get a look at it. And then it's that last iteration is its final iteration before it disappears. And it's, it's time is just bending so much around it that it's, it's, it's chaos. It's no longer, um, following a normal pattern. So that's what happens when you miscast a gate spell. (laughs) That's what happens when you miscast a gate spell. Oh, geez. Well, I hope that doesn't happen to me now. <laughs> <laughs> you have that spell, so yeah. <laughs> Our players included Morgan Llewellyn, David Gasway, John Dos Passos, uh, Matthew Sanderson, and myself with Holly Buto as the Keeper of the Secrets. We have a Discord server where you can chat with our other members. You can set up private games, and you can learn the finer arts of gameplay and game mastering. 
We provide audio-only versions of our shows free for you to download from Podbean or iTunes. If you'd like to help support our show, please visit our Patreon account. Just a dollar to a month helps us a lot. Like, share, and subscribe to our channel and punch the bell icon for updates on our latest shows and leave us some comments. We enjoy reading them and answering any questions you might have. This is Tom Rayleigh, together with all the members of our gaming club, inviting you to journey with us once again into the darkness for another adventure into the universe of HP Lovecraft and the Delta Green role-playing game. Until next time, good luck and good gaming.